Flight 229, you're clear for takeoff. Just like a flight plan, you have to know where you're going and how you will get there when you plan for retirement. Let Ryan Fleming help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Back for another Pilot's Advisor podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Ryan Fleming, financial advisor at Fleming Financial Group, serving you throughout the world. You can email Ryan, ryan at flemingfg.com if you have any questions about what we talked about today. Ryan at FlemingFG.com. Ryan, it's going to be a fun episode today. We're going to get some life advice from those who have lived through most of their retirement already and see what they have to say and what what we should learn from these folks. This will be be kind of fun, I think. does sound like a fun episode, and last I checked, I like fun. (laughs) That's good. I would be worried about you if you didn't like fun. (laughs) Well, I might like fun more than most, but, you know, I'm all about... You know, uh, being fiscally responsible, but also living life to the fullest. And I think we're going to have a little bit of both of that on today's show. So we're going to have a little bit of financial stuff, but sometimes we're just going to step back, listen to the experience of those who have come before us, and get some general life lessons, some life learning going on today as well, in addition to some financial stuff. Basically what we did is we went and gathered some of the top life advice from those who have lived through most of their retirement already to see what we might be able to learn from their experiences. So gathered these in from all over the world, from different articles and some personal stories maybe thrown in here as well. And uh, I'm sure we'll have a couple of, uh, we'll have the chance as we go, Ryan, to uh, maybe share some of the best life advice we've gotten from family members and the like. Um, 84-year-old woman named Charlotte said to act like you'll need your body for 100 years. She said, take care of your body, live right, go to the doctor, and keep yourself in good shape. Obviously, an important part of retirement, taking care of yourself physically, right? Well, I absolutely agree, and I feel like I'm kind of going through a transition now in my life. Um, I'm 41, uh, turning 42 next year, but <laughs> things are starting to hurt pretty bad. I mean, my knees, <laughs> my knees are really bad from football. I'm probably going to have to get them replaced. But even beyond that, I look at you know being out on the lake, having a couple cocktails or what have you, I don't recover like I used to. And I always wondered if people got more mature and more responsible or if their body just started telling them, no, you just can't do this anymore. And I'm really living that right now. It's, hey, your body's telling you, you can't do this anymore. If you want to live the next you know, 20, 30, 40 years, you need to make a change. And, and so I think that that's, Charlotte's got it right. Take care of your body, live right, go to the doctor, keep yourself in good shape because I, I think it's becoming more and more important for me. Yeah, it's, I think it's a great point. Really is important. Um, I look at my wife's dad, who is uh, now he's a he's a lot older than than my parents are. Um, he's he's already almost eighty, approaching eighty years old. But I tell you, he's he's like a forty year old. <laughs> Gets out and goes biking every day, gardens all day long, incredibly fit. I mean, just doesn't get tired. Uh, the man is a machine. I have a feeling he's going to be that first human to live to you know 150 years old or something like that. He just he just can't be stopped. He's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, uh, I just want to throw something out there about yeah. a comment about go to the doctor because my father in law is big into this too. He's like, if it's broken, go get it fixed. We have such great technology nowadays. And I wanted to give a shout out to my <clears throat> excuse me out to my grandmother because she just turned 89 
Mama, you're out there. Happy birthday. You're doing well. And she's such a, a road warrior. She's had two knees replaced many, many years ago, and she just finished replacing her second hip at 89 years old. And she's so happy she did it. She's like, the pain's gone now. I feel so much better. And so I, I, could you imagine replacing a hip at 89 years old? Let alone your second one. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, she's, she's very much a robotic, uh, uh, what's the name of that, uh, that movie? Cy- Cy- Cyborg. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but she's feeling good. And she's actually the one that keeps talking me into getting my knees done. She's like, you know, make the pain go away, get it fixed. So yeah, it's a, it's a good point. Happy birthday, um, mama. I learned that lesson as well. Um, I, I broke my ankle, but didn't really want to get it looked at or fixed. I mean, I didn't really know that I'd broken it. I thought it was just a really bad sprain, but apparently had broken it. And then it turned into, you know, scar tissue formed over. And then I ended up having a tremendous pain. It ended up leading to popping my Achilles. I just had all these problems in my ankle. And I finally, you know, got it looked at and got some x-rays and MRIs and all the stuff. And they finally said, now we need to do surgery on it and got it fixed. And it was better within like, I don't know, a month of, of the surgery. I, it was feeling better than it had in the previous like year and a half or two years. And I was like, why didn't I do that sooner? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's like, and as you get older, hopefully you don't have to learn that lesson multiple times. When something is bothering you, go get it taken care of. Um, preventative maintenance as well as when something does go wrong, go get it taken care of. Don't let those nagging things turn into bigger things. So that's a good takeaway for sure. Uh, speaking of medical advice, a Japanese doctor who lived to 105 said to find a purpose that keeps you busy. Now, interesting, Ryan, he suggests never retiring. But if you do, he says, try to do it a lot later than 65 and stay busy with something that brings you purpose. A lasting sentiment of his was that life is all about contribution, which I really liked the the ending part. I don't know about the work forever and never retire part, but, uh, but the contribution part I thought was pretty interesting. Well, every I, I constantly talk to people about living their lives, like being who you are. But I absolutely agree with this, that most of the people that retire and don't have some sort of a purpose or a hobby or something to get them up each morning so they're not just sitting in front of the TV all day, tend to pass away a lot earlier than those that are very active. And with this Japanese doctor talking to us, now, first of all, I have zero desire to live to be 105. That just sounds like it hurts. <laughs> but... As a culture, I get to be around the Japanese culture quite a bit, flying through Osaka and Narita and Tokyo. And as a culture, they are doers. I mean, they get up and do, and it doesn't matter how old they are, they have some purpose or some job. And I think that does help with uh, uh, living a longer, more fulfilled life. Yeah, I think that's great. I think his uh, the overall sentiment is good. Just even though he's saying never retire, it sounds like he's just saying, just make sure you've got a plan that you're going to have purpose each day when you get up. So even if that's not your current job, you can retire from that, but you're not retiring from life. So there's still life to be lived um, as long as you're alive. And so have that plan that brings purpose and contribution to those around you. And uh, that's a pretty good sentiment. I like that one a lot. Well, hey there. We hope you're enjoying listening to the Pilot's Advisor today. Just wanted to take a quick moment from the show to remind you that if you have any questions ever about what Ryan talks about on the program, need any assistance with your financial planning, need some guidance to get to and through retirement, or whatever financial questions might be on your mind, don't ever hesitate to reach out. The simple way to get in touch with Ryan is to pick up the phone and call or text 843-475-3038. Again, that's 843-475-3038. You can also find Ryan online at FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. 
And as always, we put contact information to get in touch with Ryan in the description or the show notes section of the program. So just check it out on whatever app you're using, and it's easy to get in touch with Ryan. All right, now back to the show. Uh, A 92-year-old named Ruth once said, don't look at the calendar, just keep celebrating every day. Well, I think that's great. You know, we we were having this big conversation the other night about uh, how people view their life. You know, is is the glass half full? Is it half empty? Or there's the new thing out there about 2020. Well, is that actually even what is in that glass? I'm sure many people have seen that somewhere. (laughs) But anyway, uh, you know, positivity is going to drastically change your life. Not only like if you're positive, it brings it. You know, it's been proven it brings success. But also having a positive outlook on life it changes a lot of things. I'm probably not very good at that. I'm more of a realist. Um, I see. I try to see things for w- the way they are. Like, well, no, the glass is half full. But uh, my my wife is much more positive than me, and I wish I wish I could take that sentiment and realize that every single day is truly a blessing. Yeah, it's a great point. Uh, this one reminds me a lot of my grandmother in in New Jersey. And uh, I'll never forget when I was a kid, we went to the um, Statue of Liberty and went bike riding, and then we were driving back. And all day I kept asking what time it was. You know, I don't know why, just, and I don't know why this has stuck with me for so long, but I just always remember being like, hey, what time is it? I think it's just probably something I used to ask my parents a lot. Hey, what time is it? You know, just, just curious, right? And it was so funny because she got so perturbed by it. And she like yelled at me and she was like, why are you so concerned about what time it is? Just, just enjoy the day. Don't worry about what time it is. <laughs> she like freaked out about it. She's like, I don't have a watch. We don't, we don't keep watches. We, we, we don't care what time it is. And that's sort of like how they lived their retirement years and, and their days. They were like, who cares what time it is? Like, <laughs> we're yeah. just, we're going to do our thing. And when it gets dark, we'll go home or, you know. We're just when we're tired, we'll go home. We just who, who cares what time it is? Well, these and newer like, generations to include ours, we're we're horrible at it. I mean, we're always on our cell phones. It's what, yeah. what kind of work can we get done today? Versus you know, and I'm guilty of this: living and enjoying the now. Smell, smell the roses a little yes. bit. That was and, that, and that was her point, I think. Yes. And this year has been. I mean, I think I think this year has kind of given perspective for everyone with the coronavirus 2020. Or even, you know, I've had some horrible things with family and friends lately of people losing their children at a young age, Mm. Um, cancer. I lost a friend I played football with at the academy. Um, I think he was 43 or 44 years old. Oh, man. It's just horrible. And and every day is a blessing. Realize how lucky you are and take advantage because, yeah, there's, there's no guarantees in life. I know several people who have, uh, have quit their jobs, and I have a feeling a lot more are going to be coming over the coming months, especially if we get a little bit back to normal and people start really missing how things were during the pandemic. And, and, and all these people are pointing to the pandemic of saying, I loved spending more time with family. And if they're in the financial position to do so, to kind of hit the pause button on their careers, focus more on the family and kind of take a step back and consider, all right, second half of my working life, what do I really want to do and accomplish? Do I maybe want to pursue a different passion? So there's a big shift happening. A lot of people are coming to that kind of stop and smell the roses realization, maybe some of the silver lining behind the pandemic for those who have the ability to to reassess that way. Which, which is great because I can give a hopeless plug out there. And, and what that would mean is if you're fiscally responsible when you're younger, you have the choice and the ability to get out of the rat race early. It gives you options. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it the other way around where you totally live life through your 20s and 30s and didn't save at all. And then suddenly you're going, oh, I want to quit working. Well, guess what? Yep. <laughs> you got to feed yourself. It's absolutely 
a balance, you know, between living life and saving. But when you're you're fiscally responsible and you save while you're younger, it's going to give you a lot more options for what you want to do when you're older. Brianna has the next quote on the show. Brianna knows what's up. She's speaking, I think, specifically to our generation, Ryan. 100-year-old Brianna said, don't compare. You'll never be happy with your life. The grass is always greener. Quit comparing yourself to your neighbor. Absolutely. Gr- uh, keeping up with the Joneses is what they used to call That's right. it, right? That's right. Yeah, I, I don't know if a whole lot needs to be said about that one. Just a good reminder. Don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Live your life, and just because somebody else has something nice, shiny new toy next door doesn't mean you got to go get it too. Have you ever wanted to learn more about the academic approach to investing and saving and planning for retirement that Ryan talks about here on The Pilot's Advisor? Well, if so, go visit pilotsadvisor.com pilotsadvisor.com. You can watch a quick webinar on the academic approach to investing. It'll show you how not to speculate and gamble with your money. It's all based on Nobel Prize winning research. Only takes about 10 minutes to get through the video and watch it. Going to be worth your time, I promise you. Go check it out right now, pilotsadvisor.com. It's a webinar that covers that academic approach to investing, pilotsadvisor.com. All right, back to the show. Uh, This was from a random grandmother uh, said, think of hard times like bad weather. They too will pass. It's good to remember weather weather the storms of life. It won't be like that forever. Absolutely. And I I really try to teach my clients, you know, by taking an academic long-term approach with investing that you can have true financial peace of mind. I mean, you know, this year was a little bit different with the coronavirus and that, you know, the markets really just got crushed in, in March. But to know that it's really an opportunity and they will come back because they always do. And I think if you take the long-term academic approach, it's, it, it allows you to sleep at night. Yeah, absolutely. All right, last one for me, Ryan, and this one's a personal one from 85-year-old Kathleen in New Jersey. <clears throat> grandma, hi, Grandma. Uh, favorite rules to live by. She had two, uh, and has two, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> life is all about memories. She and her husband, that's all they that's all they talk about all the time. Life is all about memories. Make memories as many as you can. And don't sweat the small stuff. And also play gin rummy when you're a little kid by counting the real numbers on the cards. Don't cheat and just make them all fives and tens. That's how you learn math at a, a young age. That was the third one. <laughs> it, isn't it funny how things that your grandparents told you as a kid or later on in life that to keep coming back and... and how it's so true, which I think the the beauty of this whole podcast is just that, you know, those those individuals that have been around a while, they they see what the true purpose of life is and give you a little bit more direction on what to focus on. I've never understood the people, Ryan, and I think our demographic, our age group is guilty of this, um, who look at the, I mean, I guess every generation has done this, but I've just never understood it. When we look at people who are older than us and we sort of shun their guidance and advice. And I've always been like, well, you've been there and done that. So why don't I learn from from you and the mistakes that you've made and the things that you've learned? That To me, that's such invaluable information. I don't understand why more people don't don't listen to those of us, to those who have come before us and have been there, done that, and incorporate that into our decision making. Uh, too often, I feel like we don't respect, you know, the our elders don't respect their their guidance and advice. They're willing to give it, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so well, some, let's let's open to it. You know, some people like living life the hard way and you know l- learning all those lessons by <laughs> themselves. But uh, no, that's I've true. always tried to to learn from others. And then I'd like to give a little shout out to my papa and a couple of the things that he always told me. Please do. Yeah. Um, kind of going back to staying busy. He always used to a couple of the things he used to say is get to getting. 
which basically meant, you know, you can't just sit there. You need to start doing something. And even if things are really, really bad, time to pick yourself up and move forward. And another yeah. thing he used to say to me is, let Ryan be Ryan, meaning that you're not like your neighbor. You're not like your dad. You're not like your brother. You are your own person and, and be you. And then uh, the last one kind of goes into what your uh, grandmother Kathleen said. She said, don't sweat the small stuff. And my papa, my papa used to say, don't sweat the small stuff. And he'd wait a little bit and he'd go, it's all small stuff. (laughs) I like that. I like the little little tag on at the end. It's all small stuff. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Uh, I think that's great. All good advice, certainly, to live by on today's show, I think. So really good, Ryan. This was fun. I like that. That was was exciting. I don't know how we can spin that all into financial uh, advice, but I don't think we need to on today's show. I think everything kind of stands on its own and speaks for itself. What do you think? I, it's a feel-good show, and I enjoyed it, and I wish we could uh, focus and, and reflect on these big-picture uh, life items more often. What were some of the things maybe that uh, your grandparents told you or from uh, someone that's older than you that was wise and dropped words of wisdom on you in the past? What were some of those things? We'd love to hear about it. If you want to let us know, email Ryan, ryan at flemingfg.com. That's ryan at flemingfg.com. Or you can uh, submit a contact form on the website, flemingfg.com. We'd love to, uh, to hear some of your stories of some of the best advice you've been given throughout your years. That would be fun to maybe share again on a future show of some of the submissions that we get. Ryan, uh, this was a fun one. Thank you so much for your help and your guidance and, uh, and for chatting about this. And we'll talk to you again on the next episode. Walter, I always appreciate having you. Uh, everybody take care and enjoy your life. If uh, Even though we didn't talk much about financial stuff today, if it's on your mind or you're thinking about getting things in order so that you can have some of that freedom that we talked about when you get to retirement and pursue some of those passions and purposes in life that you'd like to go after, talk to Ryan about making sure you've got a good financial plan and retirement plan in place so that you can unlock, unlock some of that additional freedom. 843-475-3038 is the number, and you can also go online to FlemingFG.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time on The Pilot's Advisor. You've been listening to The Pilot's Advisor, featuring Ryan Fleming, a financial advisor at Fleming Financial Group, serving clients worldwide, but based out of Charleston, South Carolina. If you have any questions for Ryan on what we've talked about on today's show, maybe a future topic idea, or want to talk more about getting a complimentary review of your financial plan, here's the best ways to get in touch. You can go online to the website, FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. You can also email Ryan. It's simply Ryan at FlemingFG.com. Or you can call or text to get in touch. 843-475-3038 is the number. That's 843-475-3038. Thanks for listening to The Pilot's Advisor. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting apps. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and many more locations. So whatever app you like to use, search for The Pilot's Advisor Podcast today and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.